0: Alright, cue fake podcast music. Hello and welcome to Michigan Another Mayhem, the show about Michigan, murder, mysteries, and other random mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Allie. And Jen. And we have a guest podcaster.
1: Melina. Yay! Mm-hmm. Woo! Ow! Yeah. Okay, so
0: what's your subject again, Jen?
1: My subject today is a Detroit pastor who was charged in murder of a transgender woman. You want to go first? Oh, that's really interesting. I actually don't know that story. Yeah. What do you have?
0: I have a um, a badass woman in history known as Lady Death, Ludmila Pelvinchenko. What's
2: okay. that yeah. name? Yeah. <laughs> she's a Russian
0: sniper. She was. Yeah. She's badass. Nice. What,
2: what do you have, Melina? Yeah. Uh, I have pinball, and it kind of this topic kind of came up as I was talking to a friend of mine, and she told me she owned a pinball machine and told me the intricacies of pinball. So it was actually a lot really fascinating as I started doing some research on it. So. Yeah, I love pinball.
1: Yeah, I absolutely love it. She's going
2: to tell you
0: some things that happened that pinball, right? Some dirty pinball secrets.
2: Some well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right. All
0: right,
1: do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So this story about the Detroit pastor who was killed, or he didn't. He yeah, didn't. yeah, he didn't. He didn't he kill d- anybody. He killed someone. Yeah. He didn't get killed. You know, I, I don't think we've ever... <laughs> okay, done, let's start.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think we've ever done a pastor story where they get killed. So yeah. far, all our pastor stories, they kill somebody. Yeah, so we know them. that's not true.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this Detroit pastor who was charged in murder of a transgender woman came to us from uh, Twitter, from at 8 drops of blood. Okay. They had tagged us in this article. I wonder if the eight drops of blood are, does anybody know that means anything? um, I looked into it a little bit, and I'll have it on the continuing the conversation. They're writing a crime book. Okay. I cannot remember off the top of my head what crime they're writing about. Okay. But in the continuing conversation, I already have all the information on their book oh, and, nice. and okay. a link to their Twitter. Well, wow. look at you I know. I'm ahead of myself today. Whew. So, Kelly Stowe was 36 years old. She was found dead near McNichols Road in Detroit on December 9th. Albert Weathers fled the scene. Okay, that's the pastor? That's the pastor. Mm-hmm. Fled the scene, went to work. Okay? Okay. So, he shot her. Yeah. Went Runs. to work, yeah. Run. Went to work. Yeah. Punched in, and then called the police to report that he was being robbed, and he shot the person. Slime what? <laughs> yeah. Like, didn't run to the nearest store or anything went to work well the wow. punched
0: in is what makes you feel like maybe he wasn't rushing yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah he wanted to get paid to make yeah. that phone call i guess right maybe he was worried about losing his job could have been okay maybe one more late and he was that's it for him yeah okay. so he <laughs> had to punch in and then called the police right he worked for great lakes water authority and a news station reported that once he got arrested, they terminated his employment.
0: So it didn't matter if he punched in? Yeah. Okay. So
1: it really maybe didn't he work Yeah, as I
0: say, maybe he should have paid less attention to the punching part. Yeah.
1: He was charged with open murder and use of firearm in commission of a felony. This murder is being investigated as a hate crime. Weather is currently in jail with a bond of one million. So this will be a story that we have to follow because it just happened because
0: oh, so the person was transgendered, it's a hate crime? Or yeah, you that's, did what they're, no, okay. that's what they're saying. Oh, wow. Because the person
1: was transgender, so it makes it a hate crime. Oh, my goodness. And there was no, they couldn't figure out, or they haven't reported yet, on yeah. uh, what, what is the, is there a relationship between those two? I was going to uh-huh. say, yeah,
0: because that sounds to me like if I was transgendered and you were a pastor, I, and we had a relationship, and I said, you know, I'm leaving and I'm telling everybody that, um... That's when maybe people get killed. Yeah, couples. he is married.
1: Passion. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Ooh. Never. Know. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know the married does add an extra level. Yeah. So, but we'll have to watch that. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was Crime Watch Daily. Okay. Do you watch Crime Watch Daily? Have no. you ever seen it? Why has no? You've never seen it. No. Why what? has no one seen Crime Watch Daily? Okay. Where
2: do you see this? On TV. On what, TV. What well, I mean?
1: see it on YouTube because I do not have cable. Okay. So I watch it well, on YouTube. Well, neither do we. Nobody in this <laughs> so room cable. So you can watch it on okay. YouTube. Okay. All right. Chris Hansen, he used to do the ones. Chris Hansen. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. used to do the ones where he would try to lure the pedophiles in. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So he does Crime Watch Daily. So they do current murders, old cases, cold cases. They bring them back mm-hmm. nice. and talk about them and in, they investigate themselves
0: no nice. um, yeah, yeah it is oh
1: totally mm-hmm. yeah. and th- what's great is that they're really short episodes so you're talking like maybe 14 minutes of your time okay, okay. Good. they pack a lot into 14 minutes nice you know, like 20 minutes and so then i'm on so we got on youtube this week woohoo yay okay. we're
0: on youtube now nice. and woo-hoo. so i'm
1: <laughs> surfing youtube and yeah. Now I'm commenting, of course, is Michigan and other mayhem. Yeah. And I'm commenting on some of the Crime Watch dailies. And someone commented back and said that the show was canceled in June of this year. I cried. Dang. I was upset.
2: <laughs> like, this is, I mean, it is a really good show. Don't you hate it when you find those, like, gems, and then you discover that, oh, no, we've been canceled. Well, yeah. Mike and, I and actually, I'm like, why? why? <laughs> enough
0: that just happened to Mike and I today? We, like, Idiot Test, the show Idiot Test. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, my parents told me about that one. One season, he just said to me it was canceled today. And I was like,
1: Why? We really like yeah. it. Why is this happening? Well, and this is such a good, good show. I mean, it talks about, you know, current murders. Mm-hmm. It brings up old cases. They This show has helped solve cases or move cases forward. Mm. And then they just cancel it like Unsolved Mysteries. But it didn't even last that long because it was only like three seasons. <sighs>
2: wow. So All of you those have to check me, it
1: out.
0: I will check you it have out. You have to. It's, I think it's will. really good. I, I, I'm a YouTube watcher.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: I was actually on YouTube today, but for music. Right <laughs> Not for, for TV. Allie <laughs> and I, we just
1: uh, Google murder. Yeah. I'm afraid the police wait, are yeah. get me one day. <laughs> We're waiting for the police to show up to ask us questions.
2: The other yeah. day I
0: was looking up, like, how hot does it need to be to burn a body? And um, now I'm afraid like the police are coming yeah. for me. And see
2: <laughs> just by your search history. Yeah. God, she's really. I amazing. know. There's like, a, lot well, a lot of murder series. in this girl. And I've been
1: working on my story for what I'm going to call humane ways to die. Yeah. So okay. I've been looking up all these ways to die or murder someone. So I'm in real big trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to come
0: <laughs> looking for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Do you want to go next, Elena? Uh, Sure. Okay. Um, so as I said before, uh, this kind of all came about while I was hanging out with a friend of mine at a bar. And we were trying to listen to jazz music. And she's like, yeah, you know, some asshole was like playing the pinball machine the whole entire time. And all you hear is this like dinging back and forth. Okay. And come to find out that she herself owned a pinball machine when she was younger. And she said, oh my gosh, you have no idea how many little things that you can change within a pinballed machine to make this like super impossible to even pass. So like the computer parts? Mm-hmm. So the computer parts, the computer components, how often um, like flippers will go off. So and that's another thing. So we have your play field, which yeah. is where mm-hmm. you've got your flippers, your bumpers, your what was it? Um, Kickstarters. Um yeah, okay, I' know yeah what those are, yeah, yeah, so all of those wonderful little, yeah bumpers, uh holes and saucers, targets, spin spinners, rollovers, switchers, gates stoppers, ramps, toys, electromagnets, and other captivity, so these are all the components just on a play field of a pinball machine, holy crap, and yeah. you can <laughs> manipulate all of those little things, the only things that you can't manipulate are the actual flippers, okay, the ones that you have with their hands, yeah so the one hitting. that's you toggle with your hands yeah. um, but yeah, so. As I started doing research on this, because I was like, oh my god, so it's not that I suck at... Playing pinball it's because <laughs> right? they made it so it's difficult it's the machine yeah. and they did it yeah, so it's you all can their change fault. the difficulty so it's almost something will almost
1: never go off yeah right?
2: exactly Yeah, the your probability chances just decrease and so these are all things that you commit this to this is just sad
1: to hear right now right it's, although it's somebody that likes to play it this is sad no wonder I didn't get all the tickets that came out of the machine yep exactly
2: because mm-hmm. you have to trigger those different little things that come along the way and um, yeah it was just super fascinating to find out And then, of course, I'm somewhat naive also when it comes to what tilt meant. I was like, what is tilt? I know, I've heard it and everything like that, but what is actually tilt? And tilt is actually a mechanism that is used inside the pinball machine. So um, a little thing on the play field. So you've got your, like I said, you've got the back box, which is all the electronic components and everything that triggers everything that's down below and um in play field it has to be to, uh, 6 to 7 degrees towards the player the tilt the um no Wait, the playboard the actual the, board. Board. the casing okay. where it has but the tilt is located in the front panel where like the coins are okay and, that <clears throat> and excuse me It's okay the uh the tipping tilting mechanism mm-hmm. um came later and this is kind of where I and this is kind of where my research kind of dug me into a little bit things. so I'll come back to the tilt thing because I do want to get into the history about it yeah um so tilting uh, uh, the actual pinball machines came back and came to the 19th century. Uh, it was called actually a table. It was a hybrid between a pin table and a pool table. And there is a difference between pool and billiards. Yes. I do need to make that specification. So it's more like billiards, not pool. Okay. Okay, I um, don't know the difference. Uh, imagine pool, but with a lot of little
0: stumps in the middle of the table, and that's billiards. But there's, there's bumps rules. in the table, no, you know, um, like, they're the like bumpers
2: the, in a pin, like in a pinball machine, oh, okay. except it's in the middle of the table, yeah, oh, a okay. pool
0: table instead, you know, those like little columns uh, in yeah. a pinball machine. But imagine them in the middle of a pool
2: table, okay, yeah. all right, and there's no pockets or anything like that. So that's actually where the idea of the bumpers came into play hmm. for pinball, and because they called them pins, so um. That's oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, something like, oh, oh. sense. <laughs> Finally, yes. Um, and so it started off just with that, and then uh, by a gentleman by the name of Montague Redgrave, he patented a device called the ball shooter, which was based on um, spring uh, steel springs. So the invention of the steel spring, and then you got your plunger. Oh, right. Came to play. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> um, when they first started playing these games, uh, a lot of bars and shops and everything like that, they originally. You gave them money, they gave you the balls to play and if you got a really high score then the high scores would get like free meals, cigarettes, drinks and everything.
0: As a teenager, I probably even then would have gone for cigarettes or something. Right. <laughs>
2: And so, and this was like you know before the depression came, so it became super popular around the depression, and oh, that's when right. cheating started happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, if
0: you're hungry, you shake the shit out of that pimple, yeah, shake it all over the get place. get that
2: sandwich. <laughs> oh, exactly. So, an inventor by the name of Harry Williams uh, from the famous Williams Manufacturing Company. I did not research that. So. Okay. Um, I'm 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 assuming that the source is true. (laughs) Yes. Um, He created this tilt mechanism, which uh, has two components to it. So it's got what's called a movement tilt. So it recognizes when it's being shaken, I guess. Shaken. Shaken. Yeah. Grammar and... Correct. Um English hard. hard. <laughs> so um and then there's the up and down, which is called the slam tilt when people slam the table. Uh, yeah. Which I personally have never experienced anyone. No, but like I have bumped it with it's my like... belly maybe on accident, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so this little component which I will give Allie or whoever does this yeah. um the to put up on the webpage is actually like it's a little bobble that's a cone shaped and they call it a plum bob. Yeah, and it's um, centered around like this uh, ring. So if it touches the ring, that's the movement, like going tilt going off, or it'll say like danger. That's when you or know, you pushed it too far. Or because... there's also just the toggle that goes up now when people slam it as well. Yeah. So, um, so that's all about tilting. And what was really interesting when I started researching this, there was actually a point in time for 30 years that pinball was illegal in most states. Okay, Yay. I heard about that. Yes. Why though? Is it gambling? Cooked to gambling? A little bit. Okay. Um, so it was actually, so it was between 1942 and 1970 that the government considered it, considered it a game of chance and not a game of skill. And it was because of Mayor LaGuardia. Yes, that LaGuardia. Hmm. That From the airport? airport. <laughs> oh, wow. the airport that LaGuardia? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he, um, he said that, he quoted uh, before the ban started happening, he believed that the machines robbed the pockets of school children in the form of nickels and dimes given them as lunch money. And after the statements, I mean, they started going on raids. Hmm. They would go into places with, you know, that had them, um, with it, sledgehammers and smash the crap out of these. Oh, he would, my he God. Was the
0: parents that people blame in 2018 where they're like you know kids these days they're treated like they're too sensitive basically just said kids are such you know bad with their milk money that they spend it on pinball and it's ruining them That's yeah. ridiculous. he's a snowflake
2: yeah. oh right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah and then they largely associated uh pinball machines to the mafia as well I can see, yeah.
0: So I can see them using that as a quick change for some money there.
2: Yeah, I could see it too. I was just interesting because looking back as a avid movie watcher, I'm like, yeah, there's always some kid like that's hanging out, and the you know the boss guy telling the kid, okay, go you know go go you know Johnny, go play some pinball or something like that. So I'm like, oh, okay, I see the correlation now. Maybe they use the pinball machines for money laundering. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. So. It became legal again back in, like, in the 1970s. So there was actually a committee that was, like, the Pinball Commission Committee, or a lobbyist that... Asked this. That's spin. big. You have yeah. your own committee. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a thing because at this point, it's now gone underground. So people are playing pinball. they are like, like, I need a pinball I game. Mean, yeah. It was like the <laughs> prohibition of pinball. And All people right? had to go to speakeasies to go play. You got to know uh, the special uh, knock to get in the <laughs> <exactly>. pinball room. <laughs> exactly. That's the passcode. Right? Shave a haircut two bits. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, so there must have been this guy uh, by the name of Roger Sharp that was known within these underground uh, playing tournaments because Mm -hmm. they ended up being into tournaments as well, which Mm -hmm. you can actually still now play today on pinball tournaments. Um, And he was a magazine editor, and he basically was asked by this committee to come to Congress and say, hey, can you show them that this isn't a game of chance, it's a game of skill.
0: Oh, like, make them play, play, then you play, and you're like, see, Please. I'm badass, you are not. Right. It's, yeah. not it's not chance So he, Yeah, he
2: had to play the best, like, the game of his life. To, oh, like, make, he's, like, in the back, uh. like,
0: warming <laughs> up his flippant <whip> fingers.
2: <laughs> and, <Yeah>. well, and <laughs> here's the clincher, is that he babe Bruce his last shot. No! And makes it. Oh. And oh. after that, oh. the judge was like, all right, that's yeah, you're right, it's a game of skill, not of chance. Hmm. So then the ban was lifted, people praised right? know. pinball machines now came into the forefront um so anyways uh yeah. but yeah so it is though however still illegal in ocean city new jersey on sundays
0: really? picky i just want wow. to be like now you're just being pissy about it yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so and i did try to find out when this particular article was written just to verify if that was still true or not mm. um i could not find the editorial date mm. um but who knows maybe it's not anymore Soon. um <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. Um, I, I have this book called, like, Michigan
0: Curiosities I was reading last night. Now, I've had this book maybe 15 years. Mm-hmm. So, as I'm reading it and looking at stuff that Jen and I can go drive to or go look at, I'm actually also Googling because some businesses have closed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's been a little long since I got, you know, this book. So, yeah. That, I was trying to see, is this still real?
2: Yeah. Is this still a place you can go? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, so uh, that's just kind of the history. So uh, that was all because I Googled tilting, and that's how I got into this whole entire thing. Uh Um, Because I really just wanted to know what the specifics were of all of these different strategies Mm -hmm. that you had to come up with. Um, So some of the properties of a pinball machine, of course, um, is the biggest thing is the actual ball itself. So it's a steel sphere that's one and one sixteenths inches, or three centimeters for those who enjoy metric system. Right. <laughs> um, and it weighs 2.8 ounces, or 80 grams. I can go up to 90 miles per hour, but... Holy shit. Wow. You mean, like, when you first, like, shoot it out of the thing, maybe? Yeah. Yeah! Wow! wow. Just, I would you know, never have thought that, or not even just one It's year, like some good. Could, what's this area? Yeah. I don't know,
0: but it's built up in your arm. <laughs> like the
2: <laughs> back. <you laughs> pull that shit back. Setting it off at ninety miles, miles an, an hour. hour. It okay. could be from that. It could be when it starts, you know, hitting the other sliders and stuff like that back oh, okay. and forth. That it starts mm-hmm. building up momentum. Yeah. Okay. Um, because think about it, it's steel. They put magnets in some of these particular uh, ah. items. So in some of the saucers where, like, it holds the ball and stuff like that, or different holes, there's yes. magnets that are attracting it um, to bring it into that. Or also, um, the actual bumpers itself, there might be a magnet within it, so it's pulling it as it pushes it away. So you're using those magnetic fields to kind of, like, play against each yeah. other. So that's what? one reason why it can... Huh? I didn't yeah. know about magnets. Yeah. So that's not, that's a component that they kind of you know mess around with a little bit. Yeah. But then I guess on some machines they, it's called a power ball, and that particular ball is actually ceramic, so it doesn't have the magnetism, and it goes faster and it's lighter as well. Um, so <clears throat> that's a little bit of that. Now there's also the replay, so it's called replay is when you get that extra ball. Yeah. And, and usually you hear that. best time ever. <laughs> yeah, right. You hear that like. <laughs> yeah. against the pinball machine and that means you know you and everyone around you is like oh yeah i just got a free play uh. um so after that once you get that that first time that you get it um what it's 10 percent chance that you'll get that particular score it goes up to 150 whatever the original value was for you to get the next replay so they just increase how much harder it is to get more of those replays and free balls. And so like, it just uh, gets exponentially harder. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, okay, that's why I only ever get one. Yeah. <laughs> and that <laughs> that's is pretty. It. My I can't ever remember getting more than one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 No second pinball here. No. No. no
2: not at all. Um, and then there's um. So going into the settings, you have your software settings. Um. So you have your standard adjustments of. How many balls will you get? Okay. How many warnings before the tilt comes on? Okay. Um, and uh, how long before the bell save, uh how long the ball saves, sorry, not the yeah. bell. Um They <laughs> have a the, bell too, like some dude just rings a cowbell. <laughs> <or something laughs> <about>. More <laughs> cowbell! Oh, yeah, how many times that ring? It probably isn't. It's probably on there, the features component, but yeah. <laughs> right. um, and then, yeah, and then how many extra balls you can earn. And then they have the featured adjustments of you know, how many shots will it take to start like a particular feature? So okay. say going to referencing a cowbell particularly right? <laughs> there would be, yeah, some sort of feature you have to like, you know, have the ball pass this particular sensor like three times for it in order to go off. Okay. So those are the different probability chances. Um so and of course you can change the difficulty of the feature. Some of the common features are a ball lock, a multi-lock, the jackpot, the end of the ball bonus. An extra ball, kickball, timed rounds, stackability, a wizard move, which I guess is in apparently you know, like, some of these. Sounds mm-hmm. like some
0: magical shit, shit. there. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: and the ball saver. A um, ball
0: saver sounds like a cup for sports.
2: Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so those are all of just some of the things that, you know, all the different components of a pinball machine that. Can be manipulated, manipulated. so uh, even how long
0: the magnet holds your ball, and stuff. even how
2: long the magnet will hold your ball, or if it's going to be what? So one of those holes or um, saucers is called a gobble drop, where you just you, the ball is gone. You that's now it. Lost it. a it? Yeah. So it brings up all of the, you know the little uh, pegs that stop the ball every now and then, or anything like that. So yeah, every little component that's on. A pinball machine can be manipulated somehow to make it increasingly difficult or increasingly easy if you actually own a pinball machine. oh, uh, If I
1: own one, it would be easy. Yeah, it would so be easy. So I could feel like a pinball wizard yeah. from The Who. I'd play
0: The Who all the time. Yes. Pinball wizard <laughs> such a simple that that we mean.
2: <laughs> but, yeah, so that was the interesting thing that I found well, out about cool. pinball. And I'm like, okay, it's not me. Yeah. It's just difficulty level. And one of the videos I was watching, um, it had some guy that was like number twenty in the world. He's like, Don't forget that besides hitting the flippers, you can shake the actual machine. Or if you I don't have shake never
1: it. tried I like, to I've shake it. I've never
2: tried to shake it. It either. looks
1: heavy. I can't. But <laughs> now I can't say such things. <laughs> I'm gonna go play pinball. I'm gonna shake that yeah. and see what happens. It'll give shake you a it warning. You'll get a <laughs> tilt warning. It'll be
0: like you shook the machine, asshole. You lose your ball. It takes your things away. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. So you can, I guess. um, What is? I think the word that I saw in the websites was called. It was called rustling. You rustle. Oh. You're shaking it. You gently <laughs> nudge Yeah, it nudge it. I was gonna do yeah. all sorts of words. <laughs>
0: That's great. All right, okay. so mine is on Ludmila Pelvinchenko, also known as Lady Death. Uh, Ludmila was born in the Russian Empire in an area that is currently located in the Ukraine in 1916. Her family moved to Kiev when she was 14 in 1930. Ludmila was considered a tomboy, and while in Kiev, she joined a shooting club. It was a paramilitary organization which taught weapons skills and etiquette, and she developed the skill of an amateur sharpshooter
2: so Whoa, she was cool. good
0: already I just love this woman like she is totally badass she said she was motivated to continually practice her shooting skills when a neighbor boy boasted about how good he was at accuracy Ludmelia wanted to show him girls can be just as good as boys so she earned almost every high level civilian sharpshooter award in the USSR wow so she
1: is badass
0: she is totally badass and not just that she does some shit in the war too um, she married this guy named Alexei Pelvinchenko, surprise, at age 16, <laughs> in 1932, and she gave birth to her son Rostislav, also in 1932. They soon divorced, and Lumila became a teenage, divorced single parent and decided to go to school and better herself. Lumila competed, uh, completed her master's degree at age 21 in 1937, and she was described as rebellious, tough, loud, and she loved to dance. I was like, what? My that seems like yeah, yeah i was like this, the love <laughs> to dance seems weird it's but cute. damn girl bring <laughs> it on like yeah. we can dance so just before she turned 25 in 1941 while she was still in school germany invaded the soviet union during world war ii and they bombed the university that she attended killing some of her friends and acquaintances lumila was among the first round of volunteers at the recruiting office initially the army denied her entry due to her gender they continuously encouraged her to be a nurse <laughs> and she was like, um, I'm a badass shooter. Yeah. And they're like, oh, little girl, go be a nurse. And she's like, but I could shoot the hair off a of Nat's ass at 100 paces. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And so Lamela tells the recruiter that she wants to carry a rifle and fight and was literally laughed at. And she showed the officer her marksman certificate and all her trophies and her sharpshooter badge. And again, she was told to be a nurse. So yeah. Ugh, they were trying to Jerk. like, yeah, they're trying to like really fuck with her at one point and to see if she could perform during the war. They told her, her her audition for the army was when she was given a rifle, and she said, go shoot those. They told her, go shoot those two Romans, uh, Romanians, sorry, not Romans. Those, Romans oh are I was about I was to, to say, like, whoa. So she time-traveled, right? <laughs> yeah. And she had to shoot some Romans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, that was a real, real challenge, yeah. man. Woo! I know. But, but she did it, ever. did it. <laughs> Yeah, but she had to shoot two Romanians (laughs) who were downrange and working with the Germans. And she did kill them both. And Lumila said she knew it would be hard to kill another human being, but that's what happens in war. So she joined the infantry and was assigned to the Red Army's 25th Rifle Division. There were 2,000 female snipers in the Red Army, but she was regarded as one of the top military snipers of all time. And she is the most successful female sniper in history. So Lumila was originally shipped to the battle lines in Greece and Moldova, where she killed 187 Germans in her first 75 days of being a soldier at war. Lumila is credited with 309 confirmed kills, but most likely had more kills, as confirmed kills require an independent party. So it's you and your spotter, and a third person has to agree that, that, that you killed that person. Hmm. And you know, it's wartime. Not everybody's like, Yeah, I saw that yeah. one, Bob! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? So um, she's also credited with um, killing 36 other snipers, who are often as highly decorated as as she was. Wow. And Lumila used different tactics to complete her kills, including shooting someone while it was raining to muffle the location of her gunshot, or making sure she was in dense foliage to cover the echo. Lumila would tie strips of cloth to trees and other objects so that they would flutter in the wind and distract the other shooters. She would rig up mannequins as decoys. And during one battle, all of her commanding officers were killed, and Lumila took charge of the battle and began giving orders and Lamila herself was bleeding, but she was, like, holding strong still. And when the others around her started to retreat, another soldier calls out, cowards, look at this w- woman. Pelvinchenko has the balls of a man. And I was just like, wait a damn minute. <laughs> <laughs> Why are balls considered tough? You know, I've seen grown men go down because yeah. they are tap to the balls, right? I've seen men, like, <laughs> vomit because they took a ball shot. And I was just like... <laughs> I've seen them get paralyzed (laughs) because they've been hitting the balls. And then when you say a woman's being really tough, you're saying that she's got balls. No, balls are weak. Like a vagina could take a hit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, why balls? I don't get it. But the enemy troops nicknamed Ludmila the Russian bitch from hell. And German troops a few times addressed her over loudspeakers offering her comfort and candy if she would defect from the Russian army. Like, come here, we have chocolate, and, you know, we'll take care of you. But no, she would actually shoot at those guys. So once she climbed a tree to scout an area, and she was shot at by another sniper, and she pretended to be hit and fell 12 feet to the ground, lying motionless motionless there for hours. And then she stayed there, like, literally all day and into the night, and once it was dark enough, she crawled away, and when they came the next morning to pick up her body, she was already gone. Uh, During the war, she married another soldier, and he was a spotter for her. Uh... But he also died in the war, and after her second husband died, she actually started to get really fucking cruel with other people. She would purposely wound soldiers, and then when rescuers would come to take care of them medically, she would just kill everyone. She was waiting, she would purposely not kill you in order to bring other people closer to her. Wow. Yeah. So she becomes a target for the Axis troops, and she was wounded four times by 1942, and Lumila stayed active in warfare until being wounded by a bomb strike. During the strike, she was really terribly wounded, including taking shrapnel to the face. Hmm. And after she healed from being gravely wounded, her government took her out of active warfare and gave her the mission of being an ambassador and building international support. And from what we know now, with some of the behaviors she exhibited, I would say she has some form of PTSD. You know, you I would
1: think so, yeah. yeah. after
0: all that. Yeah, you can't have that kind of life and not be affected. And she toured the United States, where our reporters, who are men, were blatantly sexist, and they made comments that she wasn't being, she wasn't femininely, femininely,
2: fuck that word, somebody <laughs> say it. Femininely? No. <laughs> no, 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 I can't say it now that you guess. she was dressed in a very female-like fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough, Melina.
0: And because she was wearing her <laughs> uniform, so they're like, you're not being really feminine. She's like, what's, it's my fucking uniform, you know? <laughs> But reporters also asked stupid questions like, do you wear makeup into battle? And she was, like, really a sassy ass. So telling the male reporters in America about how she killed a lot of enemies and she was tired of them hiding behind her dress and asking dumb questions. I was like, damn, girl! Yeah, she was like, I'm out there in the field killing and watching people die and you're asking me if I put on fucking mascara before I left? Like, fuck you! So I was like, good girl. So Eleanor Roosevelt was impressed by Herbert, and they became friends. And they even had a reunion with each other in Moscow during the height of the Cold War. Eleanor found that Lumila had remarried and started a new family, and so she does have a happy ending after all. Woody Guthrie, a, an American folk singer, wrote a song about Ludmila, although his most popular song is This Land Is Your Land. Oh yeah, this my okay. I do have the link. It will be in our show notes to the YouTube video for the Ludmila song, and her story is, story is also featured on a website that I am in fucking love with, called Rejected Princesses. It's filled mm. with just badass fucking women. There's another woman that I, I'm going to do one later on another podcast on, mm-hmm. and she's a total badass. And I found her story on Rejected Princesses, and I'm just How like, "How do we
1: get on Rejected Princesses?
0: We have to be really fucking awesome. I mean, she I th- killed we were hundreds really of men." Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we got to have other people to agree that we're awesome. Oh, That's and we problem. need to kill people. Yeah, well, Lumila okay. did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have been listening to Michigan and Other Mayhem with Allie. And Jen. And Melina. Connect with us at com to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, access the show notes, find site links, and correct us when necessary. Rate and, rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Anchor. Anchor YouTube now. YouTube. Oh, that's true. All right, all those things. All right, bye bye now.